You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Glory to God. All right, so we're going to the Word of God. Stretch forth your hands. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your Word, which is spirit and is life. I thank you, Lord God. I declare the spirit of revelation. I, I declare wisdom, understanding. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, for your people right now, anoint these lips of clay. Use these lips to communicate the oracles of God. Thank you. Be glorified through my mouth. Be glorified in your house. Be glorified. Lord God, have your way. Let the power of your word be unleashed. Let it be revelation. Let it be understanding. Let it be transformation. Let it be impartation. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let every situation be aligned to your will. Let every life be aligned to your purpose. Let your kingdom come. And let your will be done. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Okay, let's turn to the book of 1 Timothy, chapter 3. 1 Timothy, chapter 3. And I want to talk about a great mystery. The mystery of godliness. Somebody say the mystery of godliness. Okay, yeah. So that's what we want to look at this morning. First Timothy chapter 3, and I'll read verse 16. And it says, And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, Seen by angels, preached among the Gentiles, believed, believed on in the world, received up in glory. Hallelujah. That's the mystery of godliness. He says, great is this mystery. Without controversy. You know, we're in a season now around the world, people are celebrating or preparing to celebrate the birth of Christ. Am I correct? And these are the times that you hear all kinds of debates. Was he born on the 25th? No, he was not born on the 25th. Yes, he was born on the 25th. Is it okay to celebrate? Is it not okay? And all kinds of hair-splitting, hair-splitting um, arguments. But let's look at what the Bible says. The most important thing, never forget this, the most important thing is not the date. It's not the day. We don't worship a day. Come on. We don't celebrate a day. We celebrate a person. Okay? We celebrate a person. So don't be caught up. Don't be caught up in the arguments for or against the day. It's not necessary. The most important thing is that he came. Is that not so? the most important thing. Do you know that without his coming, we are all lost? We are lost without his coming. Because Adam had sold us all to slavery. Adam sold us all to the enemy. The day he ate from that tree, the day he ate from that tree, he handed over every one of us 
to the rule of darkness. To the authority of Satan. So from that time, man was destined for hell. So much that God had to create a compartment in hell to accommodate those who look forward, those who exercise faith in the one that was to come. That's why when you read the, 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 the story of Lazarus and the rich man, remember that story? The Bible tells us that the poor man was, um, Lazarus, who was the poor man, was in Abraham's bosom. Right? He was in Abraham's bosom. But the rich man was in the flames of hell. He was in the flames of hell. And the rich man is saying, Father Abraham, send Lazarus to dip his finger inside water and come and drop on my tongue. I've heard some teachings that there is no hell. Some profound teachings that dispute the reality of hell. <laughs> you better not buy that lie. Doesn't matter who says it. <laughs> and Jesus is telling you something. You better listen to him. Amen. Okay, yeah. Remember those days in Cape Town, I had some, some guys that left the church because I refused to compromise on the subject of hell. So I said, go and look for a church that does not believe in hell and let them keep deceiving you, telling you that it's <laughs> whatever they want to tell you. But as for me, I will tell you the truth. You can hate me for it, but one day when you stand before God, you will hear my voice. <laughs> God will say, I spoke. Amen? Yeah, so... The whole of the human race had to go to hell. Even Abraham, the friend of God, couldn't go to heaven. <laughs> yeah. So God had to find a way to protect them from the flames of hell. And so he created a compartment in hell and he called it the Abraham's bosom or paradise. Amen. Yeah. So if Jesus did not come, that's where we'll all be going to. Now you don't need Abraham's bosom because Jesus has come. Amen. Hallelujah. You have access directly to the Father. So this is more than a day. Come on. It's not about a day. Turn to someone and say, It's not about the day. It's about his coming. So the mystery of godliness has to do with, number one, his coming. His coming. Those of you that maybe you've not listened to my message on the God-man, go and listen to those messages. I think I did some, like three teachings on that. Go and listen to that and you will understand why we should be celebrating. Amen? We should be celebrating. So, Paul, by the Spirit, is telling us about this mystery. A mystery, it's a secret. Okay? It's a hidden secret. So there is a secret that God kept throughout all ages. He hid it from mankind. He hid it from even the angels. He hid it from Satan, from the demons. God had a plan. And this secret 
was there in plain sight, but Satan could not get it. All right? So, number one, he says, God was manifested in the flesh. Turn to someone and say, that is a mystery. God was manifested in the flesh. So, the fact that God is manifested in the flesh, the word manifest means to reveal. God revealed himself in the flesh. Say, what a mystery. So, this is, this is, the, this is the mystery of godliness. And when you, when you look at this, this verse, you see that it is, it is a progressive revelation. It's a progressive revelation. And so, it is a great mystery. It's a great mystery that blew Satan. It was a great mystery that by the time God had finished, had finished unveiling this mystery, Abraham and all the rest were released from <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So God was manifested in the flesh. The incarnation is the center, is the core of the mystery of godliness. That God can become man. It's a mystery. That God can become 100% man and still remain God. It's a mystery. Don't know if someone say it's a mystery. Yeah. How can God become man? And still maintain his divinity. It's a mystery. So the angels didn't, the, the, the angels were marveling at these things. It's like, God, what are you doing? What are you doing? But God knew what he was doing. It was a secret that was unveiling. It was unveiling something. That was going to disarm principalities and powers. That was going to break the backbone of Satan. That was going to crush the enemy completely. Destroy him completely. He says, for this, for this purpose was the Son of Man manifested. That he might destroy the works of the devil. So this mystery is for the destruction of the devil. This mystery is for the destruction of the works of the devil. This mystery is for your glory. Hallelujah. My, oh my, I love the mystery of godliness. You know, when you study the Bible, there are many mysteries. There's a mystery of faith. There's a mystery of lawlessness. There's a mystery of Christ. There's, there are different mysteries. You see, mentioned there are mysteries of the kingdom and all of that. But here we're dealing with the mystery of godliness. Amazing. God became a man. And the angels are looking. God, what are you doing? What is this? And he became a baby. Huh? God becoming a baby. What a mystery. Doesn't someone say, what a mystery. How can the one that holds the whole world become a baby in the womb of a woman? Mary. What a mystery. Tell someone say, what a mystery. Yeah, what a mystery. The one that sits in heavens. He says the heaven is his throne and the earth is his footstool. How can he become a baby? How can he become a baby? He says, you know, in Jeremiah, he says, 
Jeremiah speaking, he says, Our Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy great power. He says, nothing is too difficult for you. Hallelujah. Nothing. There's nothing that is difficult for him. Sometimes you think that your case is so difficult for God. But think about this mystery. Then you see that your case is not a mystery. It's not a mystery. Hallelujah. The almighty. The one that upholds all things by the word of his power. Is his word that is holding the universe together. Holding everything. And yet he became a baby. What a mystery. <laughs> Whew. No wonder the enemy just could not understand it. Yes. There's nothing hard for him. So God, I sense that God wants to manifest his mystery in your life. There's going to be manifestations of his mystery in your family. Are you ready for that? Do you believe God for that? Yeah. Yeah. Great and mighty God. Great in power. Mighty indeed. Now there's a song we should sing. Our Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy great power. Our Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy outstretched arm. Nothing is too difficult for you. Nothing is too difficult for thee. You're the great and mighty God. Great and awesome and mighty indeed. Mighty indeed. Nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing. Nothing is too difficult for thee. Hallelujah is a mystery. <laughs> I tell you, when God begins to unravel mysteries in your life, the enemy will be confused. Will confuse the enemy. The whole of hell is not enough to stop God's plan for your life. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. So when I go through challenges, I'm just looking and I'm, I'm, I'm looking. How will this mystery unfold? You know, I'm not going, oh my God, I'm finished, I'm finished. No, 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 no. I don't think like that. I've been, my mind has been renewed from that kind of thinking. Now I'm looking, how are you going to do it, Lord? How is this mystery going to unravel? How is God going to manifest the God who, who came into flesh? How will he come into my situation? How is he going to do it? I'm looking forward to it. Hallelujah. And so when I sing, I worship him. And I'm looking forward to the manifestation of his mystery in my life. Do you know that God can save the whole of this nation in one day? Yeah. He can save the whole. There's a way he can manifest himself. <laughs> Everybody will go on his knees. You are Lord. You are Lord. You alone are Lord. No God besides you. Hallelujah. He can do that. He's got the power to do that. So the fact that he is waiting for you and I to grow into the stature that we should grow into does not mean that he's weak. Hallelujah. Yeah. 
So the mystery of godliness is real. The incarnation, when the divine mixes with the human to form one being, it's a mystery. It's like trying to mix oil and water and they mix perfectly. How do you do that? The chemical compositions are so different. Totally different. You can't mix them. God cannot mix with man. But God kept a mystery. You know. See, Adam, you messed up. But I have a mystery. I'm going to save you and your generation. I'm going to save you and your descendants. I will do it through a mystery. You see? So Adam, die and go to hell, but wait there. I'll prepare a place for you there. You won't experience the pain that others will experience. Because of your faith and your repentance. Amen? That's why when you get to heaven, you will see Adam. You'll find him there. Yeah. I have many questions for Adam. Yeah. I read a book years ago. And this man is prophet. It's the Rick Joyner. The call by Rick Joyner. In the call, he met Adam. And he was talking to Adam. And Adam was just regretting. Adam said to him, I'm so glad that God was merciful to me. But he says, when I see the pain that my children are going through, I feel so sad with what I did. But I'm so grateful for Jesus. Hallelujah. Turn to someone and say, thank God he came. Yeah. I thank God he came. He came to give us life. He came to give us hope. It's a great mystery. So for God to become man. And he became the God man. That's a great mystery. I thank God for that. Amen. And to the point, look at the next thing he says. Justified in the spirit. So the mystery of godliness. Number one, God manifesting in the flesh. It's a mystery. But not only that, justified in the spirit. In other words, declared judiciary by judicial declaration that the full price has been paid. Justified in the spirit. By time he presented his blood. Oh my God. The universal court of justice looked and says, this is perfect. This is the perfect price. And Satan could not dispute it. Nobody could dispute the price that he has paid. Nobody could argue, hallelujah, with the Lamb of God. The blood of the Lamb. The Lamb of God that was slain. I'm telling you, when he presented it, and God looked at it, I can imagine God saying, is there any controversy about this offering? Is there any controversy about this blood? If you have any controversy, Speak up. Nobody. 
You know, our God is a just God, right? Yeah. God is not just forcing his way, forcing his will. No, no, no. God does everything justly. That's why the Bible says it pleased God to have him smitten. He was whipped. And God was pleased when he was being whipped. How can you be pleased that your child is being whipped? But because God saw you. And you and you and I and all of us. And so when he was being whipped, God said, yeah. That's Eric's freedom. That's the price. For you to intermingle with divinity. The price is being paid. Hallelujah. What a, what a great mystery. And so in the spirit there was an announcement. A declaration. It's just. Who was justified in the spirit. And there was no spirit that could challenge that. No spirit. No devil could challenge that. No principality could challenge that. Even Satan himself could not challenge. What a mystery. It pleased the Lord to bruise him. And he has put on him. He has put him to grieve. Yes. Says, when you make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hands. What a mystery! Great is the mystery of godliness. So it started by the incarnation, but that was not all of it. The incarnation was the beginning of the unraveling. Of the mystery, the secret that God had. And that is why, don't ever make the mistake of thinking that the devil can win in your life. Don't ever make that mistake. You might not see the way out. You might not understand. You might not know. But I'm telling you, God has never failed. Never, never. When he got Adam to eat that fruit, there was celebration in the kingdom of darkness. Yeah, we got his crown. Here it is. Satan took Adam's crown, put it on his head, and he said, Yeah, I'm the new God of this world. And Adam. Became a slave from king to slave. And there was celebration in the kingdom of darkness. And they said, Yeah, we got them now. I'm going to show them. And brought conflict into humanity, conflict in the first family. And brother rose up against brother, brother killed his brother. And Satan said, yeah, we're ruling now. Let me see you. Huh, Yahweh, you are out. You've lost it now. Yeah, you can rule in heaven, but here I'm in charge. I can do whatever I want. I can treat them the way I want. And there's nothing you can do about it. But there was a mystery. Say there was a mystery. So even when you are going through defeat, I'm telling you, start saying to yourself, there's a mystery. There's a mystery about to be unraveled. It's a mystery. I'm telling you, there's a mystery. That's what I keep telling myself. When the enemy has, he has caged me in and it's like, I'm, I'm looking and I, I don't know what way out. I say to myself, there is a mystery. There's a mystery at work. Hallelujah. I'm looking forward to how the enemy will be disgraced. You know, he's so full of pride. He cannot stand defeat. 
it, it bruises him. Do you know that he's a personality? He has emotions. He's, he has emotions. He has feelings. Because he's a person. But he's so full of pride. He's so arrogant. So when God humiliates him in your life, it would be better if he were stopped. <laughs> there's a mystery at work. I'm telling you, there's a mystery about this church. You, 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 there are things you can't explain about it. You just know God, God is doing something. God is doing something. But you can't really place your hand. You just say a little here, a little here, a little there. There's a mystery. Tell us what I say. There's a mystery. There's a mystery at work here. I'm telling you. <laughs> Last week, a brother was sharing with me. He just he said he's been having some kind of. He's been God has been showing him some things that he just sees this place is like open heaven. He's been seeing it for some time now. I said, ha ha. In my heart, I said, there's a mystery. Amen. Amen. So some people walk by only what they understand. But you, we are spiritual people, so we can walk with our understanding, okay? But then we can walk by faith. Because the Bible says, by faith, we understand. Come on. So there are things you understand with your mind, but there are things you understand by faith. There are things you understand by faith. So don't be limited to your intellect, because that is really limiting. If everything is restricted to your intellect, you are not going to go far. But if you want to walk with God... You have to know where your intellect stops and then where you begin to walk by faith. Hallelujah. By faith. Look at that. Hebrews 11.3. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by what? The word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. So even your tomorrow. It's not made by things that are visible. It's made by things that are not visible. It's made by the word of God. But you see, this great mystery is a kind of mystery. It's a mystery where God, the word, became flesh. According to John chapter 1, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among men. It's a mystery. How can Satan understand that? He couldn't. He didn't have the capacity to understand this. Look at that. John 1.1. 1, 1. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Come on, let's read on. Next verse. He says, he was in the beginning with God. Who is that he? Jesus. The one that was, the one that entered Mary's womb. He was with God in the beginning. Say, it's a great mystery. He was with God in the beginning. In other words, he was with the Father in the beginning. But yet he entered Mary's womb and was born one day. And he lived for 33 and a half years. What a mystery. Alright? Verse 3. Let's look at verse 3. Look at that. It says, All things were made through him. And without him, nothing was made. That was made. Say, it's a mystery. That's why we celebrate. It's not about the day. Come, come on. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't miss it and focus on the day. No, no, no. Focus on the mystery. Focus on the mystery. It's 
It's a mystery. How can God, who made everything, now be formed in a womb and then come out as a baby, as an infant? What a mystery. I'm sure the angels were looking and like, God, we don't understand. He said, just wait. You'll understand with time. Just keep watching. It's a mystery that is unfolding. Hallelujah. Turn to someone say, there's a mystery unfolding in my life. Just wait. You will see it. In the fullness of time, you will see it. There's a mystery at work in my life. Hallelujah. There's a divine mystery that is unraveling in my life. It's unraveling in my family. It's unraveling. There's a mystery. <laughs> it's a secret that is unfolding bit by bit, bit by bit, bit by bit. Some people have seen a little bit and they think they know everything about you. Tell them to wait. Let them just be patient. There's a mystery that is unfolding. Amen. Hallelujah. This is, it makes me excited. Just the thought that God took time to put all of this together. And he saw each and every one of us. And that day when Adam ate that fruit, God saw you. He saw you. Amen. He saw your children. And he saw your children's children. He saw everyone. To the last person that will live on earth. He saw every single one. And so when he made plans, he made plans with you in mind. Amen. He made his plans with you in mind. The enemy might tell you things. He might lie to you. In case you don't know, a lot of the world is ruled by lies. Did you know that? Yeah. So, the mystery is unfolding. The mystery of godliness. All right. Where are we? Verse Verse 3. Okay. Let's read on. Um, let's keep to verse 14. Verse 14. Look at that. It says, And the word became flesh. Come on. Yeah. Say the incarnation. Say the mystery of godliness. Hallelujah. That's, it. That's how it started. The word God spoke. The word he spoke entered Mary's womb. And then poof. <laughs> fertilized supernaturally without the help of Adam. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. And, and that same word created a body that has never existed before. When you don't understand the mystery of godliness, you would think that Mary contributed to the formation of the body of Jesus. No, she didn't. She just donated the environment. Hallelujah. God wanted an environment that was conducive. He wanted a virgin. And he kept one for himself. And he declared that hundreds of years before it happened. That a virgin will conceive. Say, what a mystery. And they shall call his name Emmanuel. God with us. What a mystery. God living with men. Imagine Jesus in your house. Well, isn't it a mystery? 
What a mystery. Jesus walking with you. What a mystery. Christ in you, the hope of glory. What a mystery. It's part of the mystery of godliness. God was working something that was going to be more powerful than what he did when he made Adam. But it had to begin with the mystery of godliness. Hallelujah. God is doing something powerful in your life. You don't know it. You don't see it. You don't feel it. It has not entered into the heart of man that which God has prepared for those that he loves. Those that love him. Amen. Eye has not seen. Ear has not heard. Neither has it entered into the heart of man. The things that God has prepared. There are mysteries that surround your life. Trust him. Trust him. Even when you don't understand. Even when it doesn't make sense. Trust him. Amen? Amen. Trust him. Oh. Remember that old hymn we used to sing? Trust and obey. For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Amen. Just trust him and then obey whatever he says. Whatever he says to you, do it. Whether it makes sense or not, just do it. Take water. Fill it into the water pot. Fetch it. Take it to the governor of the feast. And they did that. And the water became wine. How do you explain that scientifically? <laughs> you see, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. Oh my God. Do you love Jesus? <laughs> yeah. So the divinity, he was, he was justified in the spirit. Why? Because God became man <clears throat> and he went to the cross, he died. He shed his blood. And because he, he was killed, meanwhile he had no sin. You see? Yeah. So Satan thought that Jesus had the blood of Adam in him. You see how God tricked him? Yeah. He tricked Adam and God says, the way you trick Adam, I'm going to trick you too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You use wisdom to get the earth from Adam. I'm going to use wisdom to take it away from you. Yeah. So when he saw Jesus preaching, healing the sick, going all over the place, he felt, no, let's get him. Let's kill him. And Jesus allowed himself to be killed. After killing him, the father comes to say, to say to him, why did you kill him? What sin did he commit? The wages of sin is death. What did he do to deserve this wage? And Satan says, uh-oh. So, uh-oh, it's too, it's too late. It's too late. Why do you shed innocent blood? Show me his sin. Where did he sin? From the day he was born. Till the day you killed him. Show me one sin. Ha. He says, ah, honestly, I didn't know. <laughs> I hope you know I'm, I'm just using my imagination, right? <laughs> my sanctified imagination. The Bible doesn't say put it that way. But I'm just, you know, it says the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. So, Satan, what did he do to deserve death? There was no sin. Remember, Jesus said, the prince of this world comes, but he has no part in me. In other words, there's nothing of him in my life. 
So the father looks and says, can you see that you've done, you've, 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 you've done a blunder here, a major blunder? And it's like, oh, oh my God, what have I done? He says, no, the sentence has to be placed on you now. Hmm? Yeah. So he that sheds innocent blood negates his right to live. So, because you've done this, your life is taken from you. The death sentence is pronounced over you. And so, the keys of death you took from Adam, the keys of hell, give them to me. And Jesus collects it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Collects it. He says, Abraham, David, Noah, Moses, Isaiah, Ezekiel, Jeremiah, Habakkuk. Amen. He calls all of them. Elisha. Guys are released. The prison door is open. Come out. Satan. Oh my God. I can't believe this. Jesus takes them out. The father announces. He's justified in the spirit. The mystery. Of godliness. Hallelujah. Great is the mystery of godliness. And so they came out that day. And the Bible says some of them appeared even in Jerusalem. On their way to heaven. What a mystery. What a mystery. The devil cannot defeat you. He is a master liar. He is, when he speaks lies, he speaks his language. He is lying to you that he will destroy you. He doesn't have the power. If he could, he would have done it a long time ago. He cannot do it. Amen. You must trust and obey. Amen. There's a mystery at work in your life. My time is up. Come on, let's stand up. Let's talk to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. What a mystery. What a mystery. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We bless your name. There's a secret that is at work in my life. Come on. Just hit your chest and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. There's a secret. There's a mystery at work in my life. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. My God, my God, if I were you, I would really appreciate the Lord. I will take time to begin to bless the Lord. My God. My God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. What a great mystery. What a great mystery. Thank you, Lord. Nothing will defeat your purpose in my life. Nothing. There's no power in hell. No power can stop me from becoming who you've called me to be. Come on, tell him, tell him. Nothing will stop me from becoming who you want me to be. Oh my God. We thank you, Jesus, for the great mystery. Thank you for the mystery of godliness. Come on. Thank him for the mystery of godliness. Thank you for the mystery of godliness that is unraveling in my life. My God, I open myself, I yield myself to the mysterious work of God in my life. Have your way, Lord. Have your way. My Lord and my God. 
What a mystery. What a mystery. Thank you, Jesus. Satan has lost his power. He has lost his power. He has lost his power. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, I want to pray for those who want to be born again. Maybe you are not born again. Or maybe you drifted away and you want to say, I want to make a fresh start. If you raise your hand, I'll pray for you. All eyes closed. Come on. And those watching online as well, I want to give you that opportunity. Raise that hand high enough for me to see. So I'll pray for you. I see that hand. Come on. Any other person? Just raise that hand. I want to see. I want to see wherever you are. Lord, I thank you. So just say this after me. Say, dear God, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. I thank you for the mystery of godliness that is at work on my behalf. I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. I open my heart and I say, Jesus, come in. Make me a brand new person. Forgive me my sin. And cause me to love what you love. And to hate what you hate. Thank you, Jesus. I receive you by faith. I put my faith in you. I put my trust in you. To save me. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Now let me pray for you. Father, I pray for your people, everyone that has prayed this prayer. Lord, I pray, oh God, that you will manifest your kingdom in their lives. The new creation realities to be manifested in their lives. The power of sin to be broken. Hallelujah. Let the life of Christ explode in their lives. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. I give you praise. I give you glory. Hallelujah. God bless you real good. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.